Hey, Rachel. Hey, Becky. If you die from the coronavirus, can I have your cat? I mean, I don't know if you really want him, but yeah. I absolutely want him. He is the biggest asshole in the world. I love him Ooh, he's so my much. He's my friend. He does love you. I love him. You have this weird ability to make cats love you. It's a thing. Yeah. It started with Colby. Why he, was he not? Oh, he's a fuck. He's a, such he's a, a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is such a dick. Yeah. But he wouldn't, me and uh, my fiance, we always joke that like he wouldn't, he wouldn't survive in the wild. Oh no! Like he looks, he'll he'll try to pretend like he's gonna, like run out the door. Yeah. But he's way too prissy. Like he's got it made. Yeah. He's the king of that house. That's like we pay him rent. <laughs> you pay him to live, <laughs> not even rent, just to live. <laughs> yes. So Niffler's a literal dumpster cat. Mm-hmm. Like my dad found him when he was, he weighed like half a pound <laughs> and near a dumpster in the pouring rain by himself, and he was only six weeks old. And this cat is the most ungrateful little shit that he has like he's living the high Listen, life he didn't ask to go home with you <laughs> no. he was fine where he was he, he was fine being anemic and dying next to that dumpster you know what he like <laughs> he like uh he was like a spore out of the trash like yeah. he just like he just materialized yeah he just like grew out yeah. of the garbage um, he is he is a trash goblin um tux however my little tuxedo cat he is a dumpster cat as well yeah um, he rolls around in his own litter box. Yeah. He eats his own puke. He's fucking foul. But he's so nice. He's like the nicest little cat. It's always the nicest ones that are like... Grody. Super gross. Grody. And meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, like, Colby will be like... He'll like he'll like bite down. Like, he'll file down his own nails. Yeah. And like, he like licks himself to like this pristine level. He's like the Elton John of cats. Aww. He's just very like... I have a new appreciation for Colby now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is Chardonnay and DNA. Although today it's uh, sangria. Yeah. And DNA. Sangria and DNA. Paper can sangria. I like that, Yeah, though. it's pretty cool. It's nice. I don't know how to say this. Pol- 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 Polka? Polaco. Pol- it's P-U-L-P-O-L-O-C-O. I want it to be Polpo Loco. That just sounds fun. It might actually be Polpa Loco. That's cool. And I it has like know. a cool octopus on it. It's a uh, cheap gas station wine. So, you know, what else? Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. What up, sheet? That's where I got it. <laughs> 110 calories. <laughs> I never see calories on alcohol. Yeah, I try not to think about any of that. Ew, no. Same. That's why, like, don't tell me that. Yeah, no. Um, I'm Rachel Nalavanko. I am Becky Barnes. And we're terrible at introductions. hmm But here we are. Um, do you have any corrections from yeah last time? I, I definitely do. We both do. We Let's both be real. <laughs> we are both idiots. Yep. Uh, and talked about how there should be a whole women's month. Guess what there is? There is. And Guess what we're in it. <laughs> right now. Um, so yeah, uh, happy women's history. It's women's history month. So whatever. Cool. We'll just remove ourselves from that category as yeah. punishment. Yeah, we don't deserve that title anymore no so sorry to every single woman out there we minimized our our month yep um i do have a funny quick little story Mm -hmm. uh so one of my best friends was coming home from work and she heard something upstairs in her house and she panicked and was like oh my god i'm gonna get fucking murdered i'm gonna get fucking murdered you are probably (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so she (laughs) 
while this was going on, I guess she was, she told me this, that she was thinking, I got to make sure I leave hair all over the person who's going to kill She's me. She's like ripping out So all there's DNA all over them. <laughs> uh, and then Chardonnay and D- DNA can cover my story. Oh, that'd be fun. Did she die? <laughs> no, she just totally left. Oh, okay. Well. Happy, let's happy not be for her. Too sad about that. I'm not happy I'm for not. her. Not happy for us. Yeah, we yeah. don't get to cover her we well, story. I'm happy that we don't get to cover. I did tell her <laughs> that we absolutely would have covered her story and probably would have done like a couple episode, like a special, like a special. Yeah. But very quick thinking on her part to think of that. Yeah. I always wonder if I'll like if I would be that um that responsive like to think that way. I I don't know. Like if it was myself being attacked, probably not. But, like, when someone else... I mean, we've talked about this. Like, I am very protective, so I would probably think a little bit more if it was, like, so <laughs> me trying to protect someone, I guess. I think that I would think of that stuff because a lot of times, like, just on the day-to-day, I'm way too in my own head and I wouldn't think of that. But if it were something like that, life-threatening, I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. Well, you So what know. was the murderer in her apartment? It was literally... Um, she had gotten a box from Chewy... Uh-huh. And the tape had, like, snapped somehow. Like, just randomly. Maybe your house is haunted. Maybe that's what it is. That could definitely be. I was going to say. It yeah. doesn't usually just, like... No, no. So, yeah, that's happened. what it was. She's totally fine, though. Thank goodness. And I mean, now I don't know what to talk about next week. I know. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. I guess it's all right that you didn't get murdered. Um, You're wearing the shirt, remember, when I... Yes. <laughs> was that last week? It was last week. Um, I discovered that Rachel had her shirt on inside out, and it was hilarious. Yeah, we were at work, um, and Becky realized the tag was on the outside, and she was like, your shirt's on inside out. And I was like, oh. My exact words were, oh, honey. And you (laughs) were like, what? And I was like, your tag's right there. And you're like, I don't even care. And then we were in my car after, and you just completely did a dirty dancing style, like, costume change yeah like, i'm yeah. very well versed in costume changes like that and like changing in a car yeah so you did it really well yeah it was quick yeah it was very quick there was even a cop nearby and i didn't get in decent exposure so we're good that would have been cool if you did though fuck my life no it would not <laughs> <laughs> i've been like i don't know that girl yeah i don't she's just in my car i just picked her up i just found her on the side of the oh road oh my god like shit. And I just sounded crazy, like, you're a fucking liar. I had been like, get out of my car. I was trying to take you to the hospital. Oh my God. Yeah, so um I mean I've done that before with clothes and I just whatever. Hey, it is what it is. What you are you know, gonna do? It, yeah. It I'm covered, am I not? Yep. So <laughs> free the nipple, man. Free- <laughs> <laughs> what? Wear the shirt inside out. What the fuck ever. What am I saying? Well, whatever. You so, wanna hear a kooky story? You know I fucking do. Okay. So this one, it was really hard to, like, summarize and take notes on. I kind of told you that because there's, like, so much information and it's very windy and twisty and turny. So please stop me for clarification because you're going to need it. I'm sure I will. Yeah. So my my pretty much sole source was the Washington Post. They put out a really good article about this. This is the case of Alan's Collins and her married name, I'm going to butcher, it's spelled P-L-E-B-U-C-H. So I don't know if that's playbook or I, I don't know. P-L-U? I'm just L U. No, P L E B U C H. Playbook? Maybe. Okay. But I'm just gonna call her Alice. Cool. So in 2012, Alice Collins <laughs> Yep. Um submitted her DNA, quote unquote, just for fun to Ancestry.com, like a lot of us have, to find out more about uh, our lineage, ancestors, and sometimes even health. 
Um, Alice had a good idea of what would be in store for her when she received her results, or so she thought. So growing up, her parents raised her and her six siblings as Irish-American Catholics. They went to church every Sunday and had a great deal of ethnic pride. Um, Her father, Jim, was the son of Irish immigrants, but had been raised in an orphanage at an early age. So not much was known about his side of the family. Um, Weeks later, Alice's results were emailed uh, back to her. Half of her DNA, as expected, showed the mixed British Isles. Okay. Okay. So that's what she always knew to be true. However, the other half exposed European Jewish, Middle Eastern, and Eastern European lineage. Okay. So she was pissed as fuck, and she wrote to, to Ancestry that they had made a mistake. She and her sister try, decided that, they, um, that she should take the test again, this time on 23andMe, and her sister would take it as well. Yeah. So while she waited on the second set of results... Um, she it kind of it did kind of get in her head, you know. She was like, "Well, if that's true, like what what could have happened? Was her mom like fucking around on her dad? Right? Did grandma like have a little hall pass with mm. with someone like over in Russia or yeah. some shit?" She and her sister decided to experiment and asked two of her cousins, one on mom's side and one on dad's, to also take the test to see what came back. One of her biggest uh like fears was that she may have been adopted and never knew. Aww. Yeah, so she's just like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah. she's trying to get, like, other family members to do the same, waiting on the tests from 23andMe. So first she did Ancestry.com, okay. then she did 23andMe with her sister and two cousins, one from each side. I will just say, because I did both, mm-hmm. the results are different. That's crazy. Yeah, so, like, my results on Ancestry DNA and my results on 23andMe are different, and so I don't actually know. Well, that kind of, I mean, drastically? I mean, not drastically, but enough that I'm just like, the fuck? So, I mean, I guess sometimes that kind of makes sense to a degree because a lot of it is based on who else has taken it and been linked to you, right? Well, they can also tell by your your DNA, like, certain parts of the world that you came from because like they yeah. can like narrow it down hmm. so i don't know and like it was just but between both of them it's a lot of what i was not expect some of it was what i was expecting but, can i ask what the difference was um one of them says that i am uh it's like uh middle eastern oh and then another one says that they're i'm not middle eastern hmm. um and then one of them said that i was uh i can't i'm gonna butcher this and i'm very sorry ashkenazi Jewish. Jewish. Uh huh. No, you didn't butcher it. And then it. the uh, other one says I'm not. Weird. So, and they change all the time. Huh. Like if you go in and I don't know if you've done one, but if you like log in, they update it. So, yeah. It's very well, odd. So, that's interesting because, like, with this case with Alice, she got European Jewish, which is like you'll find later Ashkenazi mm-hmm. Jewish, um, Eastern European, Middle Eastern. So, all that. That area is all sort of, it, it's all kind of cl- close together, you yeah. know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think it makes sense that they vary a little bit. I've only done Ancestry. I haven't done D- uh, 23 and Me. Yeah, so that we can talk about it. Yeah. No, that's a good I'll idea. I'll print mine out and bring them in. I haven't looked in a while. They might have updated, but. That's a good idea. But yeah, so anyway, she um, she tried to just get her other family on board. She's waiting for these other test results to come back. But I did want to ask you, Rachel, because I thought it would be interesting. Like, if this happened to you and you found out just something great, like that you never knew, what would be your first guess? Like, would you think an affair? Would you think adopted? What, what would you? What would be your first 
guess based on your family? I don't really know because I have a weird family. Like, we don't know who my uh, grandpa's father was because oh. his mother, his mother, his mother, his mother, <laughs> his what? mother, um, never told him. Hmm. So, like, his last name is totally made up. So, like, I kind of have a situation like that where I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think I would think I was adopted. I would think that my family had no fucking idea about their background. I think that's honestly it. your first thought would probably be like, oh, it it would be due to this guy because we don't know who he is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. My family is my mom is the youngest of six and her she and her other siblings are kind of spread out. So my grandparents were very, very old. So they, they served in World War Two. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That's like a huge generation gap. And before and their parents, I believe, were from the United States. So like my family's history in the United States is very long. Like they weren't like immigrants recently. Yeah, mine is not. Mine is yeah. On my dad's side it is, but my mom's side no. Yeah. So I don't know what I would think. I would maybe think like Maybe that I was adopted, but I look so much like my parents that that would be really weird. So um, that's your first thought, though, that you're adopted. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, my bullshit meter just goes up. I'm like, well, y'all have been lying about where we're from, but okay. No, my I was thinking about that for myself. I'm like, I think my first thought would be that I'm adopted, but Aww. that I know, but that doesn't that doesn't check out at all. So I don't know what that made me why that yeah. I thought that, but that was my first thought. Yeah. So when Alice's 23 and me results came back, she found that they were the same as the ancestry ones. Okay. She also saw that one of her brothers, Bill, had taken the test and shared the same strange Jewish ancestry. Alice was relieved that they were full siblings and she was not adopted. My question is, Bill, what the fuck? Why didn't you say anything? Yeah, like when you took the test, why didn't you call and be like, "Hey, so Weren't you like this Jewish thing is weird like that was that really stood out to me I'm like what the fuck Bill so I'm already kind of making like a theory in my brain about what happened here but I'm just gonna keep rolling with it because I want to know if I'm right okay so Alice was a major badass Um, she worked as an IT manager at the University of California and became the primary investigator in the case of her own identity so she yeah she was like really she was really good with data I mean she could really sift through it and make it make sense (laughs) I would be like that that scene in Spongebob where he can't find the files like he can't remember anything like in his own the files in his brain in his brain yeah that's supposed to be like kind of like a twilight zone episode that that would that would be me i'd be like <laughs> they'd be like what's your what's your mother's name i'd be like ah, i forgot the file <laughs> <laughs> i would not be able to like sift and make sense out of that data yeah so she just took this like head on and just was sifting through all the information herself she looked more closely at the results and found that there were no jewish connections in the X chromosome for her brother. So a lot of most of us probably know that f- with a girl you have an X chromosome and an X chromosome. You have two X's. Okay. For a boy they have an X and a Y. Right. Okay. So she was able with these results to look at his X chromosome which is from the mother. Okay. And on his X chromosome there was no Jewish lineage. Okay. But the Y chromosome did show it. So she couldn't look at that with herself because she has right. two X's. Yeah. He has an X from mom and a Y from dad because that's just how all male born people are. Right. So she was able to see that the Y had the Jewish lineage. Okay. So this leads her to believe that, you know, her dad is the one with the mystery 
Jewish and Eastern European background. Right. Okay. So her sister, Jerry, ended up taking the test, too. And um, like I said before, and it showed that she was full siblings with Alice with the same mysterious genetics. So there's like six or seven kids in this family. Bill... Alice and Jerry have all taken this test. They're full siblings. So now this this part gets wild as hell. Okay. When the cousins' results came back, they found that the one on the mother's side was their full first cousin. Okay. Um, sharing about thirteen percent of uh the of his DNA with Alice. Okay. Um, but the cousin on the dad's side was a genetic stranger. What? They shared no DNA. And this was like, and that's like really fucking sad because what was heartbreaking was that she was afraid this cousin would end up rejecting her because they weren't full blood. But this was like, you know, some people are super close with their cousins. They're like siblings. Right. And she was really scared that like this would change their relationship. Um, So this cousin, and it didn't. The I remember in the article, this cousin was like, you're still like my favorite cousin. You're the best cousin I've ever had. Yeah. So, um, but I just thought that was like really heartbreaking. Yeah. So that cousin that she ended up not being related to, his name is Pete Nolan. Um, just remember that for later. Okay. So now, with all of this information, Alice just goes balls deep into investigating. Yeah. She and her siblings found their dad's birth certificate stating that he was born on September 23rd, 1913. Uh, they contacted the orphanage where he grew up and found that he had been sent there by the New York Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children. So that sounds to me like today's version of like children and family services. Yeah. So now Alice tries to figure out if he was mistaken for another kid when he was brought to the orphanage. She really gets creative with this. Like I give her a ton of credit for the lengths that she went to to find this out. So she sends in a picture of her dad, Jim Collins, on his dad's lap and brings it to a forensic artist to see if it was the same person okay the artist deemed that it probably was given the way his face had changed over time like the proportions were still added up child versus adult yeah so you know forensic and creative is it right yeah. exactly so the forensic artist was like yeah this is likely the same the right. same kid so now that alice had a pretty good idea that he wasn't mixed up with someone at the orphanage she went back to fordham hospital in the Bronx, where her dad was born. Okay. This was actually kind of strange because most most children at that time were born at home. Right. Which, like, fucking ew. Like, I don't even like when my cats make a mess in my apartment. <laughs> like, much less have fucking children after birth everywhere. Yeah, no. No. Foul. It was sort of strange that he was born at a hospital. Yeah. And not at home. So during this time, Alice and her siblings were trying to track down what they call their DNA cousins. Okay. To try and find patterns to see where they all shared a common ancestor. Okay. So DNA cousins being like, they might not necessarily know them, but they're related to them. Yeah. So Alice is like incredibly awesome and super smart. And one one of the DNA cousins suggested asking the hospital if there was a baby born around the same day and time as Jim, the father. And it's important to note that Jim, at this time, he's gone. Like, he's passed away. Oh, so they can't even, So they can't even, like, talk to him about it. I did forget to mention that. Um, So one of the DNA cousins that they found on either Ancestry or 23andMe suggested asking the hospital if there was a baby born around the same day and time with the last name Cohen, as this is a common Jewish surname. Okay. So Alice found a Seymour Cohen born in the Bronx on 923. 
They tracked down a descendant who agreed to take the test. There was no match. So that okay. was like a red herring. Alice even looked through every baby name to see if any shared a matching surname with one of the people she found on the DNA sites. One of these last names was Bamson. Okay. Remember that for later. Okay. But Bamson was not consistent with anyone on the DNA sites as Bamson was a baby born at that time, but not anyone okay. that she found. Okay. Any questions so far? It's so no, confusing. It's, this is very, like, very confusing, but no, I, you're doing a great job explaining it. It's detailed and nuanced as fuck. And yeah. I took out some, like, details that weren't incredible. Like, just the minutia of what they did to find this out. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it was very detailed. Right. And they even had, like, experts involved in this. It was wow. crazy. Yeah, so... I mean, so the thing that makes me laugh is that usually when someone gets back their DNA results and it's not the, an- like, you know, the ancestry you were told, most of them just accept it and just go, okay, cool. You know, like, they don't hire experts to look into this. So yeah. This I, is amazing, and I think it's fantastic that they did this, but at the same time, I'm just like, holy crap. Right, and I, th- I think the issue in this case was that they were so strongly... Irish. Yeah, yeah. Irish Catholic. So to find something that, like this out. Yeah, and I feel like like my for example, my fiance, his his results came back like a paragraph. Like he had all these different things. Yeah. Mine was super boring. I was right. like everything white. The most the coolest thing was like some Swedish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um yeah, it was just not even cool. So I think sometimes people find that out, but it goes back so far yeah. that the, the fact that Alice and her siblings are seeing, like, 50% is what they always knew, and the other 50 is not. I, I think that made it so strange. Yeah. And I think coupled—they they, they say in the article that they really didn't know much about their dad's side okay. because he was in the orphanage and stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, So they didn't even have, like, that family history to go back and be like, where did this come from? She did a crazy amount of work. Yeah. Um. So— on January 18th, 2015, so this is three years later at this okay. point from when she first submitted the DNA. Okay. Alice was just growing increasingly frustrated by the search. As she would. Like, I mean, this is crazy. Like, this is... And there's a real, like, identity crisis that goes along with that, too. Yeah. That this yeah. article talks a lot about is when you grow up thinking one thing and you can't even ask your dad. No, no, no. I think that would be really hard. So... She emails Pete, the quote-unquote cousin, who turned out not to be related to her. Okay. So she emails him, and because she asked him to take this test, she was an administrator on his 23andMe account. Okay, okay. So she was able to look and see if any new relatives of his were revealed. It says in the article, like, this doesn't happen a whole lot, but on this particular day, she did see a new person. Okay. Okay, so a new relative came out linked to Pete. Her name was Jessica Benson, and she was from North Carolina. Alice asked Jessica if she could compare her genome with Pete's, and Jessica agreed. So, and this was all just sort of by chance. Yeah. And Alice asked Jessica if her results were what she expected, and Jessica said that they weren't. Oh. So Jessica took the test to find more about her Jewish ancestry. So she expected to find Ashkenazi background. Unbeknownst to her, she was Irish. (gasps) Yeah. So, like, Alice is understandably, like, shitting her pants right now. Yeah. Yeah. So... Alice asked Jessica if anyone in her family had been born at Fordham Hospital around um, September 23rd of 1913. 
Yeah, buckle up. This is nuts. Oh, my. Jessica stated that her grandfather, Philip Benson, might have been born around that time. Alice looked through the New York City birth index again and saw Philip Bamson. Oh, my. (sighs) So Alice puts together that Benson was mistakenly written on Philip Bamson's birth certificate. Okay. Okay. Um, which, and they talk about how, like, the records of births back then were just They're such... insane. They are just alphabet soup. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are crazy. And it's also, like, that old-timey cursive that's, like, I don't know if you've ever looked through any, like, records like that. It's very difficult. Yep. Now to read, so I can't even imagine... Yep. Back then. So... She puts that together. So someone, in essence, at Fordham Hospital in the Bronx had royally fucked up. Yeah. Um, Philip Bamson and Jim Collins were switched at birth. Holy shit. (laughs) Yep. Philip, the Jewish child. Yes. The one that is genetically related to Jessica. Okay. Went home as Jim. Okay. Alice's father. Okay. Went home as Jim, the Irish one. Yes. So Jewish Philip became Irish Jim. Okay. And Irish Jim became Jewish Philip. Oh, my God. Yes. I just want to let you know that when I was doing research for uh, my next story, I found a very similar story and almost did it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. I, Holy want us, shit. I want us to one day, like, do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll happen. It probably will. So, just bonkers bonkers story is this what you thought was going to happen no what did you think uh i was gonna say that somewhere along the line like but the timeline wouldn't have added up i wasn't doing the years right in my brain i think i was thinking this was more recent yeah and that like maybe um it was a jewish family that had gone into hiding as Irish. That would have been awesome as fuck. Because that ha- happens. You know what I mean? Like, y- yeah. you know, people will find out that... But I see what you mean. That it's too... The timeline, yeah. It was too... It's too early. For some reason, I was thinking this was, like, not 1913. Like, like it, my yeah. brain was making it way or like, closer to now. Yeah. So that wouldn't really line up. Awesome movie idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there um, probably already is one. So, okay, this is my biggest question that I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Well, let me read this next section before I ask it. So Alice then connected with Jessica's aunt, the late Philip's son. Okay. um, Who was, so this aunt, her name is Phil, or no, I'm sorry. Her name is Pam. Pam is the daughter of Philip's biological sister that the real Philip never knew. Okay. Right? Because Philip became Jim. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Pam took the DNA test and found that she's not Jewish like she always believed. She's right. Irish. Yeah. And her first cousin is Pete Nolan. What? So this is my question. So Pete Nolan is the man that kind of glues all this together. He's the man that Alice always thought was his cousin but genetically is not. Right. Okay. How the hell did... So none of these people are related to Alice. Like... Pete's not related to Alice. Jessica's not related to Alice. No. How the hell did she just stumble upon Jessica's uh, connection to Pete? And that just happened to be the whole 
Yeah, what are the odds Missing there? piece. Like, am I missing something there? Like, I was trying to think, wait, like, how is that not just a random coincidence? But I don't think, I think it is. I think it really is just a random coincidence that happened to tie it all together. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, what I was trying to think about is like, okay, is there some reason why Pete shares no connection with, with Alice? So... Yeah, so that that wouldn't make any... It wouldn't make any sense. No. Well, yeah, I, I mean, maybe it was just some weird divine intervention. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. that That's, like, probably what blew my mind in this whole thing was, like, out of any person that she tested, that she compared Pete's genome to, it just happened to be her? I, yeah. I, I, that's so wild to me. Someone out there that does, like statistics give us the odds oh on that god. shit. Oh my god, it's like, just nuts. I have no, I'm sure it's higher than we're thinking, but I feel like it's not not possible at all. Yeah, don't even think. I, I can't I think can about it. I can see you thinking about it, and I, I can see it hurting it. you. It is. So. <laughs> so anyway, so the families exchanged pictures, and Pam saw that Jim looked far more like Bence's five foot four. So Jim, the the person that became Jim. Yes. Um, which, I mean, that's who he is. He's Jim. Yeah, he's Jim. He wasn't supposed to be. But yeah. that. So Jim looked far more like uh, Pam Benson's five foot four grandfather and four foot nine grandmother than did her own blue eyed six foot father, Philip. Yeah. So the whole time you're telling me this, I'm thinking, like, how did you not realize that your child looks nothing like any of you so what yeah uh, so alice's family alice's family had always kind of rationalized that jim's small stature which was strange because the family was much taller like they were pretty tall why jim's small stature it was because they attributed it to be to him being malnourished while at the orphanage which you know would make sense it does um but still, but still, at that time they didn't have everything that we have now, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it is just really crazy to think about. And I also read that when Philip was courting uh, a first wife, I guess maybe this family, this was his second marriage, but when he was courting his first wife, her Jewish parents were like. How is this dude Jewish? Like because he right. didn't because he was tall, he was blue-eyed, like he just did not fit that Ashkenazi profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone was like this is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they just rolled with it, I guess. They just rolled with it because what how are they going to What else are you going to do? They don't know any better. Yeah. They're just, you know, oh, this is weird, but Yeah. And an- this I found this really crazy. So another thing that happened during this whole like sharing of information, Alice met a biological first cousin, Phyllis Pullman, and this author of the Washington Post says that they could have been sisters. Like oh, wow. they it, it the exact words in the article were they were like mirror images of each other. Oh wow. They looked which I would th- I think would be just mind blowing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what I thought was really cute was that the families have, like, gone on trips together. Aww. Yeah. And there are a lot of feelings of gain and loss um, for Alice. So, for example, like, her dad, who was really supposed to go home with this family, was actually, he, like, ended up growing up in this orphanage. Yeah. I was just thinking that, like, how sad that, like... Yeah. And there is a picture in the article of 
Philip, who became the person who became Philip. Yes. On like a horse and like had all these great like childhood memories and like yeah. and Jim, who was really supposed to be Philip, ended up being robbed of that. And he had kind of this like really difficult early life. Yeah, and I mean it's sad to think on both sides too, because either way a child suffered. Even if yeah. he didn't, you know But like as Alice is sort of the protagonist in this whole thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, she's absolutely. just like I she she said something in the article like I can't be angry, but, like, this does suck for my dad, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and here's the thing, though. Had that happened and he hadn't gotten switched or whatever, like, she may have never been born. I mean, that's true. And what she also said um, was that she's kind of happy that this didn't come out when he was alive because he was so Irish. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they had all this Irish pride, like... That would have just destroyed him. And it would have destroyed him, and he wouldn't have known who he was. So she is kind of thankful for that because that, I mean, really, that would just rock your world. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're that closely tied with, like, your heritage. Yeah. So, yeah, Alice just feels, has just some some guilt, some, you know, weird feelings about how her dad just didn't have a great childhood and this other person that was supposed to be him did. But you're right. A child still does suffer. Right. And in the article, like, I strongly will link it in the in the show description. The article, like, also gives really interesting information about, like, how births were recorded back in the day. I mean, it literally says in the article that, like, babies are just, like, piled on, like, tables like cabbages or something. Like, um, like Cabbage Patch Kids. And they literally, like, it said that the they had to rely on mother's recognition and nurse's memory. What? To match children. Excuse- yes. Because it was too difficult for them to take the baby that had just been born and put it in its own little thing that says this is such and such as baby. Nope. If that doesn't look like the baby that you just pushed out and you can't remember because they... I'm sorry. When Have you seen a freshly born baby? Like a freshly born baby? Oh, yeah. They look like worms. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> how do you see distinguishing characteristics on... No, I mean, it's just, it's You couldn't so... write it on a little piece of paper and... Put it on his, like, tie it around his toe? Yeah. Like, I know. It's it's bonkers. And I all I can think is that it was just so new to even have babies at a hospital that they just didn't know what to do. I, it's, it's bonkers, and it makes you wonder, like, how many people this happened to. The article... I was just thinking that, like, how many people... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And the article even says, like, this wouldn't have been known but for this, uh, the technology with Ancestry D- DNA and yeah. 23andMe. Yeah. There, there's, it wouldn't have been known. And, you know, this is probably why those websites have to put on, like, hey, this might reveal some shit about your family that you might not fucking like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that is the crazy story of Alice Collins. Uh, sorry about your last name. I don't know how to say it. I even tried looking. <laughs> sorry about your last name. I don't know. I even tried to look up how to pronounce it, but that didn't work. No, because they're going to get eight different pronunciations. Exactly. So it is uh, but it is spelled P-L-E-B-U-C-H. If you even just Google that and Washington Post, it's a really, really informative article. And it talks a little bit about a similar case i didn't get into that because this was just too too much too much to like throw that in but really interesting story and 
kind of shows that this can this technology can be a blessing and a curse you know oh absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely wow yeah really cool yeah great job bonkers huh that was yeah i just what bananas yeah and just imagine like if you're a lot of your identity is based around that ethnic pride or what you know like your whole world is just rocked at that point yeah and i mean from the children like the people that are left now yeah that does i mean i don't know how i would feel about that yeah i don't yeah i i don't i don't know how i would feel about that it's really like foreign to me to what that would even bring up yeah yeah and it's it must also be a little bit sad that the they never have the closure to sort of tell their dad this either like it's just like now they have to hold it yeah it's like it's a very big weight on their shoulders but at the same time like the father was probably fairly old when he died and imagine telling him that like oh i think that i think that would have been so detrimental yeah it wouldn't have even been you know if his if his father or if her father grew up and was like i came from an orphanage i don't know my background blah 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 but he had this clear idea yeah of of who who he he was was. and uh the fact that that just would have been that just would have imploded what it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been nice Mm -mm. Mm -mm. not at all no so yeah Anything for the padded room? I have something if you'd like go to go right first. ahead. Go first. So I just wanted to share. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, as you know, my favorite murder. Um, and so what I wrestle with a lot when we talk about like true crime, because I'm such a empath to a fault. I see like people's sides of things, and I can be I can be very compassionate to things that probably don't require compassion. Yeah. So. It, I always wrestle with, um, like, we kind of talked about it in the first episode with Dr. Jizz. Yeah. Um, about how, like, okay, does he have this compulsion that he can't control? Like, wh- where can we see, like, the human in that? And I wrestle with that a lot, being so into true crime, because, you know, there are people that you just want to hate. Yeah. And there are reasons why you just want to be for the death penalty, which I'm so not. But right. there are reasons, there are some people that just get you there because they're so monstrous yeah yeah um and i've always been like but where is the line between like mental health issues and and just playing out like you're a monster yeah yeah and karen on my favorite murder explained it really well in this recent episode i listened to i want to say it was like episode 108 so you might have listened to that before um but what she says is that sociopaths and psychopaths they it's less so about mental health. Not th- They certainly may have delusions or whatever, but it's less about that and more that they actually have, like, a character disturbance in okay. them, which means that they know right from wrong, but they like doing the bad thing. They okay, get gratification okay. from doing what they know is wrong. Yeah, I mean, which makes total sense. And that and that really helped me because I'm like, okay, so there are people that they know they shouldn't be doing what they're doing, but they do it anyway. Yeah. And that's and that's wrong. So I don't know that. I just wanted to bring that on the end of this podcast because I don't know if there's anyone else out there that's just like, how do I empathize but not over empathize? Right, with this person who's done horrible things. With this person that's done horrible things. And I do, you you can see how 
in some of these people's backgrounds, A plus B equals C. Yeah. Like, they have this abusive... childhood. Right. They have this abusive parent or um, whatever abuse they've been through or whatever. You don't justify it, but you can see how that leads them um, to enact all the, like, evil on other people. Yeah. But... And this is all comes sort of full circle is that like people that that happens to people all the time and not all of them turn out that way. No, absolutely so not. So you know that there is something. There's like some deviate. Well, they're deviants. So, yeah, there's it, some deviation. Exactly. And that's not a <laughs> mental illness. Though. No, no, no. That's not that's not compl- in my view. I could be misguided. But in my view, that's not something uncontrollable. Yeah. If you know that something's wrong, but you like doing it anyway that's and you a signal. don't get the help and you right. don't try to address what is wrong yeah right that's a signal that you need help and if you're not getting then you're getting it you're just continuing to do the wrong thing yeah so what she said kind of like pulled that together for you it did because i've always been i and i have a really hard time like i'll have these ideas in my head but i have a really hard time vocalizing them yeah um and so that's something that i've always sort of like known but i didn't have the language around it. Yeah, you couldn't put words to what you were Yeah, because I'm like, okay, yeah, I know there are people every day that go through horrible shit and they don't kill people. Yeah. But... Your trauma doesn't justify you... Right. And... Right, and your mental illness doesn't justify behavior. Yeah. But I was like, but what about the people who do? Like, what's the difference? And it's because they get gratification out of doing wrong... Yeah. ...to other people. So... If that helps anybody, cool. If not, fucking skip this. I don't care. But I, <laughs> you got like real deep with your padded room. I know because it was it was just it resonated so much for me because I've yeah. always wanted to put that into words, but I never knew how. Yeah. I mean, I can say something really shallow if you want. No. Oh, okay. It's okay. Like I'm glad you got really deep. With okay, it. good. I'm gonna sound like a fucking dumbass because mine is not. I mean, I am, but like. Mine is not deep like that. Mine is just, I'm just over here like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just my <laughs> over here. Like, that's it. No, um, I would like to clarify that I do actually have moments like that. I just. Rachel does have thoughts. <laughs> I do have thoughts. I'm not just, I'm pretty airheaded a lot of the time. No, th- that's such a lie. <laughs> um. Mine is really silly, though, because we're going to go to Supercross in Michigan, and I'm really excited. That is exciting. To go see my favorite riders, and Joey's favorite rider is Chad Reed, and he is supposedly retiring this year, so he wants to try and get his autograph, and... Chad Reed, that's a hot boy name. Is he hot? He's Australian. So hot boys. Hot boys, yeah. Halfway there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, because I don't... I don't look at them like that because when I see them, they're all sweaty and like, yeah, I don't know. It's not anyway. Yeah. So when is that? It is um, on Saturday. So we're going to leave Friday night and where is it? There. Uh, it's in Detroit. Oh, OK. At Ford, Ford Stadium, Ford Field. I don't fucking know. That's a hefty drive. Yeah, five hours. Oh, I thought it was going to be. No, more. not bad. I thought it was going to be more like eight. No. Nope. Cool. So I am excited about that. Hey. Um, and yeah, I just am excited to go away for even like literally twenty four hours and go watch. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm in that ride same. Motorcycles. Yes, I'm in that same boat. So my fiance and I are going to visit his family not next week, but the week after. And like, yeah. 
I have senioritis about everything. Yeah. And I just need to stop seeing the same exact place and over and over over and over again. So I, I'm I'm right there with you, buddy. Yeah. Cheers to that with Fantastic. my pulpo. With pulpo, your paper uh, can pulpo loco. This is a dope can. Yeah, it's pretty great. The design's really... It's an octopus. I just realized that. You fucking said that at the beginning, Rachel. Did you? Yes. <laughs> See, I told you God my head it. is full of air. My work wife never listens to me. <laughs> I don't. I just I go, want a work nice, divorce. Honey. I'm so sorry. Don't divorce me. Fine. <laughs> anyway, um, so thanks for being ear viewers because I've decided... The- ear, hashtag ear viewers. Hashtag ear viewers. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we release a new episode weekly on Mondays. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, and comment on your favorite podcasting app. Please leave some comments. Please subscribe. It really helps us get out there. Um, we want to keep making great content for you. Uh, and share us if you can. Our, our dream goal is to be in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. Yeah. And so if you could help us to get there, that yep. would be super dope. We only have eight weeks from launch, so, so we don't have much time left, friends. <laughs> yes. So if you could, please help us. But last time I checked, and this is not dated, this will not be dated for the date it is now. Now it's March 6th. Is it today? Yes. Yeah. So the last time I looked at Audio Boom, it was at like 230-ish I think it was listens. like 250 last night. Okay. Nice. So we're getting there. So, yeah, not to say that you haven't totally came through with like Listen, support, but yeah. just keep it coming. Keep it coming because we want to be able to continue doing this for you. We really love it. Uh, join us on Facebook at Chardonnay and sign because I'm not going to try and fuck up saying ampersand ampersand <laughs> Chardonnay and sign DNA uh, Twitter at Chardonnay DNA and Instagram at Chardonnay and spelled out DNA for photos from the episode and to reach out uh, email us your family DNA stories cool stuff you see or if you just want to chat or email Chardonnay and DNA at gmail.com we really want to hear from you even if you're just reaching out to say hey uh, tell us you love it. Tell us it sucks. You know, we just want to hear from you. Yeah, and tell us what else you want to hear. Like, do you want to hear more crime stuff, more family stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be Absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.